movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have... They also have finish. If you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately, and everything else. So, if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. All right, and we are live. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. I have Rossi McCree back on with me again. We're going to be doing our Scarface review. I've been dying to do this for a while. I'm just glad that I actually have someone that actually likes Scarface just as much as I do. Say hello to everyone, Rossi. Hello, everyone. Happy to be back on the show. It's actually great to have you back on. And matter of fact, she's going to be back on on the 17th when we do our Christmas movie review. Yes. Or can't Christmas wait. story review. Yes. So. So, this movie takes place in 1983. This is actually a remake of the 1931 Scarface. I haven't seen the 1931 version, but I might just go on ahead and check that one out just to compare the two. Um, another thing that I actually want to mention, the first half of this episode and everything is actually going to be a little bit of trivia about it. And maybe about maybe three little key things with that, and then we'll get into our review. And get ready for some Tony Montana impressions <laughs> for me. So, without further ado, let's go on ahead and do this. So, all right. Let's see here. A matter of fact, uh, this was actually supposed to be close to a, a rated X movie. Was it? Yeah, the MPA had to try and make them, you know, take out certain things because let's okay. see here when I when director. Uh, Brian D. Palma submitted the film to the MPAA. They gave it an X rating. He then made some cuts and re, um, resubmitted it. In the second go around, the film was given an X rating. One of the reasons apparently being that Octavio the Clown was shot too many times. Really? Because <laughs> yeah. of that? Yeah. Well, it's the I 80s. think it's because the whole movie was super violent, you know, that, you know. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely a violent movie. I really like this film a lot. I love the opening with uh, Tony. We don't know much about Tony at all. All we know is the fact that Castro released these refugees into yes. the United States, part of Florida, and 
now they're going into interrogation mode where they're actually interrogating these for the foreigners and stuff like that into our country. And I like the opening thing. He goes, so, uh, so tough guy. Where did you get that scar? He goes, he goes, what, what scar? How could the fuck did I get a scar like eating pussy like this one? <laughs> so, um, but that was good. <laughs> thanks. But yeah, he's, uh-huh. like, he's like, so what did you get that a beauty mark tough guy eating pussy? He goes, how the fuck <laughs> did I get a scarlet eating like pussy, man? <laughs> goes, let me I ask you something. More. Right. I love that opening scene. Yeah. And he's you can definitely tell Al was into his character and glued into that character because he was not taking a shit from that. No, he was uh, great. He was great. He's really great. And when you um, see that that opening for me. I mean, right there, I mean, of course, you see the opening, what, what's going on in Cuba and everything. But then when he gets to before he comes to America and he's in that room, like you said, welcome to Tony Montana or introduction to Tony Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're gripped from that point on. You want to know more about the character, um, the movie. You're in for the ride, basically. You're in for the ride. Yeah. And it's an awesome ride. You're definitely glued into it. You're in for yes. the ride for two and a half hours and 42 minutes, which doesn't even feel like a two and a half hour movie once this movie starts. And yeah. then it goes into the whole thing where Tony wants more. He wants the American dream and everything because he's been in that whole entire battle in Cuba, Cuba. and everything where he's been controlled by Castro. He wants out of that kind of lifestyle and everything to where, you know, He's been, he was also an assassin because we actually know that for a fact because of the tattoo. Yeah, and, and he got the green card because he assassinated yeah. the, the um, what was it, the Cuban official, and that's yeah, how he, he got his green card to come to America. Yeah, so yes. he gets his green card through Frank and, yes. because that's actually who uh, Manny winds up telling, hey, look, man, we're going to have to go on ahead and kill this guy so we can get our green card. Yeah. And so Tony does it. They get their green card, but he thinks yep. that's going to be it. They, they, he thinks that's going to set them. Yes. And it doesn't. He's just a cook and everything <laughs> at this diner. And that's goes, right. I'm and he goes, I'm just, he goes, I'm getting sick and tired this month. I'm getting sick and tired of doing these fucking dishes and everything. I'm tired. And man, he's like, easy, man, easy. <laughs> he goes, and. He goes, it's going to take... It, Manny is like the chill, relaxed dude that you actually want with you. Yes. <laughs> Keeps him so calm. Awful. Yes. Right. He can talk sense to Tony. He's the only one that Tony um, actually will listen to, like you said. It's his best right. friend. I, I believe they grew up together, so... Yeah. yeah. That's another thing I really liked was the chemistry between them two. And then also, too, uh, there's actually another thing I liked. It's kind of like he's like a consigliere. If you think about it, uh, Manny, yes, yeah, and also too, I like how you know he went from rags to riches, uh, yes. Tony and Manny together, yeah. yes. and also too, he's actually looking at the lifestyle of the rich and everything. He's like, I want to be that. I want to be that, chasing that American dream to where I can be right. rich. Right. But it's like, how do I get from being a cook to going right here? And you can definitely tell that struggle just between the eyes and the no dialogue or anything. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think the scene, uh, well, I'll, we'll talk about it first, uh, the iconic scene. I think everyone knows the bathroom scene where yes. they're, they're going to hook up Tony and Manny and the, the other friend, I, I forget the other friend's name, 
who actually oh. gets killed in the, in the motel room. And right. that's when you have the famous scene of you think yeah. that Tony's going to be, you know, um, killed by the, the um, help me out here, John, the chainsaw. The chainsaw. Chainsaw, folks. Chainsaw, sorry. Right. No, it's okay. So that's like, I think your big first iconic scene in that bathroom, which was let you know where this movie is going to go. Right. But another thing, though, too, that I actually want to get to as well, because before we get to that, we actually have to get okay. to the fact is how do they get to this point? Absolutely. How do they Absolutely. Get and basically Manning goes, hey, look, I, I know a guy that can actually set us up. And he, that's when we're first introduced to Omar, which is also yeah. Frank's bodyguard. And okay. at first, he doesn't like the money that Omar is actually dishing out. I think it's like $500 or something mm -hmm. along those lines. Something that is not up Tony's thing. Goes, mm -hmm. No, thank you, man. I don't want that fucking shit. He goes, <laughs> he goes I can fucking make that over at Cuba. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like I said, I mean that's that's what he does. So he goes, okay, tough guy, you want real money? I'll go on in and give you real money. Right. So we have a job for you, and so he has to go ahead, pick up the cocaine, yeah, and also to give the money over to this other drug dealer. Yes. And then Manny and him are all in the car. They're all talking about women and everything yeah. else. Yeah. And Manny's distracted, of course, yeah. like he always is. And yeah. they go upstairs. Him and the his friend goes upstairs to see what's up and everything. And they knock on the door. The girl's actually watching TV, acting yeah. like that she's just innocent little Ida. In the and bed, just chilling. Yep. Right. And next thing you know it, his friend gets chained up to the bathroom, like you said. The chainsaw yeah. comes out, and that's when the tension really builds with oh that, because you're thinking, oh, shit, is Tony actually going to make this out alive? Exactly, exactly. Because and... it could very easily have been with, if you actually think about it, okay. though, it could have easily been about Manny and his rise to power rather than Tony, if Tony would have yeah. been killed, which would actually have two hours into that film. Yeah. If you actually think about it. I but guess. Al Pacino's A-list actor, and he also came off of The Godfather, so there's no way that they would actually kill his character off that quickly. Yes. But it but feels which, like it. Like, you think that it's going to happen, though. You know what I mean? You're right. thinking that there's no way out of it, and then I think what things go bad the woman pulls the the shotgun or maybe i'm going ahead too fast i'm jumping around too fast you go ahead no 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 no, no you're actually you're actually raising a good point she turns up the tv yeah to where they can't hear the uh can't hear anything yep and then manny is uh over there flirting with these girls oh, on skates absolutely on the yeah the two bitches. sorry guys and, but yes yeah two bitches. yes <laughs> sorry. and He's over there flirting with them and wants to make out with them. The girl winds up just uh, almost slapping him pretty much. And then yeah. she rolls away. And then Manny's yeah. looking and thinking, okay, it's taking a little too long for them to be coming out of there. Yeah. So what they do is they go on ahead. Him and his friend who's actually in the car goes up the stairs to knock on the door. Well, they don't even knock on the door. They just barge no. in. Yeah. And I'm actually surprised. They have Uzis in their hands. Automatic yeah. weapons. 
Manny, his friend's actually smart. He has a vest, so he's kind of got it tucked in. Manny is That's just right. hiding it in sneaky. between them and yep. walking beside his friend. So it's kind of noticeable, but kind of not noticeable. But but still, they go up there, and at that point, the woman who's just being innocent and everything, who's in the drug dealer, watching, watching TV, she actually pulls out <laughs> an automatic weapon, too. Right. And then she starts, uh, then they wind up shooting her. Right. But uh, the thing that I really liked is the fear that they actually showed on Al Pacino's face and everything like, oh, shit, I'm not yeah. going to make it out. And right. then, of course, you know, his, fr- his friend dies. They get out of the, out of the place. Right. But when he makes that phone call to Omar, this is what, this is some of the small things I was actually noticing. Okay. But when he tells Omar that he has the cocaine, the Yayo, it seems like he was uh, surprised to see him alive and that he has the cocaine. I have a feeling that, you know, Omar was trying to kill Tony way before that. I had a feeling it was a setup. And, he was and not that's even a good point to... that you bring up. Yeah, that's a very good point. It could have been yeah. all been a setup because, I mean, how would he have made it out? In Omar's eyes, there's no way he's going right. to make it out because he knows who's there and what they're planning on doing. It, it, you know, it was a hit. Right. Exactly. And also, too, Omar on the phone, he goes, you got the cocaine? Question mark. Not yeah. like yeah. not like exclamation point happy yeah. that he made it out alive, but question yeah. mark. Right. You made it out alive. So that tells right. me that Omar had a plan from the get-go to get rid of Tony. Whether it was yeah. Frank's decision or not, Omar did not like him because of the fact he talked back to him. Exactly. Because remember, Tony said, get the fuck away from me. I do not want to hear that shit about $500 or anything like that. I want real money. So that's a disrespect towards Omar. And I never thought about that. You're bringing that up. I mean, like you said, there are small things that, you know, you were able to catch that you really didn't, you know, I really didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. The question, you know, you got it. You know? Right, exactly. And, you know, whenever I first saw the movie, I was not thinking about that. When I saw it several other times, I didn't think about that. But as a movie reviewer, you know, I had a different perspective. I'm like, wait, I did not catch that the first go-round or the several other times that I saw this movie. (laughs) So I thought that was really interesting. Um, Absolutely. So I'm going to let you go into detail about the scene where Tony meets Frank for the first time. Oh yeah. So when Tony meets Frank, you know, he goes into his house. It's beautiful. I mean, it's this beautiful, would you say like a glass house? It looked like, and he's sitting there on the couch and, you know, Frank's the, the man, you know, that Tony wants to be. So he's sitting there and we'll also introduce LV who, you know, because Frank has it all, the beautiful girl, the blonde, all that stuff. So he's sitting there, and when Frank's talking to him, he's kind of, what I got from it, he's kind of shocked that Tony's like this guy, you know what I mean? Mouthy, opinionated, but very ballsy, you know? And it kind of takes Frank back, like, who the fuck is this kid? You know, who is this guy, you know? But I think that, Frank sees that he's loyal and kind of wants to put him to the test to, to let him work for him to see what this guy's got, you know, if he does, if he has his, the kahunas that he says he has. And I think that when Tony walks in there and sees what Frank has and then sees the beautiful woman 
walking up the stairs and coming down the stairs in that beautiful gown, introducing the Michelle elevator. Pfeiffer as Alv Al uh, what, Alvira. Yeah, Alvira. Alvira. Um, that's what he wants. That's his world. And um, he wants to take it away from Frank. So they decide to do business. And you see, and that's, that's something I'm going to bring up. <laughs> okay. But no, no, keep on going. I'm, I'm, oh, no, uh, but that, that's, that's the scene. I mean, okay. All right. yeah. But not only that, but Frank also has an elevator. So he's seeing this woman going down that's right. the thing, too. And that's right. I love the music that it actually plays because it, it also fills in like a fantasy of, of Tony as well. Yeah. Where he's a beautiful, elegant woman. Absolutely. Wanting right. that life and yep. wanting Frank out. Right. Beautiful home, everything. Anymore. Yes. And but, I think that even in that scene, that that even when Tony meets Frank, you know, I feel like he sized them up like, you really don't know me. Mm -hmm. You know what I, I mean? Tony's that. attitude. You really don't know me. Wait till you know me. You know what I mean? And right. so, you know. Two people sizing each other up, but yeah, the elevator, the, the elevator that she's in and out of, absolutely, and walking back and forth, and yeah, oh, smart mouth answer. a little bit. Hey, hey, Aunt Rose, <laughs> she said, <laughs> "What did she say?" Uh, she said, "Excellent movie, it's a classic." Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, but another thing, though, too, you actually got to expect that because Tony is actually an outsider looking in. So, of right. course, he's going to be rough. Of course, he's going to do that. Because he also, yes. too, think of it like this. When you go to prison, you're the odd man out because you're the new guy. So, in order for you to actually not be taken advantage of, you have to act tough and be tough. Right. And that's what Tony was doing. He was acting yes. tough. And he knows he's right. tough. He knows he can back it up, too. Yeah. But it's also going to show that, hey, look, Frank, I'm not a pushover either. Yeah, I, I goes. I got the Yale. I also got half of your money. I'm loyal. Yeah. I got this. And right. then Frank is. I think that Frank was excited too because of the fact that he made it out. But I don't think he had any clue that Omar did that because at that point he was actually excited. He looks at Omar for a second, mm -hmm. and everything he goes. I heard that you almost didn't make it out, and then it cuts over to Omar. Okay. So. So it leaves you open to speculation, either number one, Frank ordered a hit, or he's disapproved by what Omar did. And, it and Omar's work. like super jealous of, of, you know, you can tell that Omar, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a jealousy thing that he has, mm -hmm. you know, um, with Tony. He doesn't, obviously he doesn't like him because of the first meeting. I do, now that you bring it up, I do feel that it could have been a setup. And I think that he didn't want, Frank to do work with Tony, like, you know, like that, just that jealousy thing. You know what I mean? Like right. he, he's the next guy to Frank, you know what I mean? Right. And Omar. also too, Omar. right, right. And Omar's threatened by him because he, he was always uh, Frank's right-hand man. Yes. And everything. And now Tony's slowly taking that away from him. Exactly. And also, too, if you actually, I love Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, yeah. line, though, with Frank. Because, yeah. because where are we, she goes, where are we going, Frank? And she rolls her eyes up yeah. in, in the air oh, and everything. <laughs> and Frank is like George Jefferson. He's like, we're going to the Babylon Club. And, <laughs> and 
<laughs> who who is played by um by the way Frank was played by Robert uh, Loggia Loggia yeah Loggia I believe Loggia actually how you say it. Okay. but you know I love the line that she gives him well Frank everybody would know where you're at because you go there all the time if you they want to whack you very true and if you actually think about this it seems like Tony repeats the same patterns that Frank does yes. Same because spot. he goes to the Babylon. Yeah. Right. Same spot. That's same also spot. How, right. Because same that's table. also how, right. Same table, same everything. And that's yes. also how Frank knew that he could actually whack him there. Yeah. At that yeah. time. But you know, but I didn't um, think about that. Now, now that you bring that up, that's a good point that you brought up. The fact that Tony ends up doing some of the same things that Frank did. Right. Yeah. And he you think that he would actually learn what not to do from Frank. Right. But instead, it seemed like Frank was his mentor. Yeah. And everything on this whole entire thing. And if thing. Frank was safe there, he's safe there. So, right. you know what I mean? Nothing's ever happened to Frank being there. So, okay. There's also something sentimental to him, to, though, too, because that's his first time actually being with people that he can actually yes. trust with a little bit. But Very I also true. like it, too, when Michelle Pfeiffer and him are over there on the dance floor. As a matter of fact, that was going to be our <laughs> post, our gif, but. It just didn't, uh, the the effects on it just didn't look right. Okay, okay. So, you know, because I like when he's just balancing, being yeah. his goofball self and everything. Just, yep, and hey, she's doing her little. <laughs> right. Remember the same Lady Gaga thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to talk to her and, and, and rap to her, and she's right. just like peasant. Right. You just, know. Hey, <laughs> it looks like you haven't been fucked in a while. And she goes, easy fuck that. <laughs> who I fucking, who, what I fuck, it's none of your business. Goes, whoa, whoa, oh whoa, baby. whoa. <laughs> fuck him, dirty. It's a meme. Right. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then uh, he turns around. I like it too. He goes, so where are you from? He goes, I'm. F uh, and then she turns around. She goes, I'm actually from uh, what's what's that um state that she's from? Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> And he goes, oh, you're like a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, she, but you can tell a little bit, but she might be into him a little bit. But she's oh, yeah, also absolutely. probably hard to get. Yes. And everything. Yes. Which yeah, I, I think like. she has some curiosity, you know. Come on, who's talked to her like that? Right. Yeah, you know I mean, no one's talked to her like that. So you're, you know, women like that curiosity with thugs. You know what yeah. I mean? That bad boy thing. You know what I mean? And it, it, although Frank was who he was, I think at the point where Tony comes in there, kind of boring. Definitely, especially when you know? Frank is probably doing the same repetitive shit to her and everything, Absolutely. and not doing anything. Yeah. Or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> to this, this is exciting to her. It's somebody Absolutely. new. It's a mystery. Oh, hold on, I got some other people. Missy Joe. Okay. Oh, she said, oh, hi, Missy well. Joe. <laughs> My girlfriend, Brandy. Hello, everyone. Hey, Brandy. So uh, another thing, though, too, I want to actually talk about, too, that I thought was actually pretty funny was it's three months later. He's been working for Frank. He's still not getting any ends meet or anything like that. He still feels like he's been degraded. Yeah. And even Omar's like, he's a fucking peasant. And everything. Yeah, but you get someone like yeah. that under your wing. He'll be loyal. Exactly. So he understands. Frank understands where Tony's coming from. They actually understand yes. each other. They respect each other. But after three months, he feels like 
something's got to give. It's like working at a job. If you actually think about it, it's like, okay, I've been busting my ass for this boss for three months. Right. And everything. I still haven't gotten no raise. I still haven't gotten employee of the month or whatever. I'm still busting my balls here trying to do what I got to do. And, right. you know, and it's not panning out for him. So, yeah. and then I also like how Manny turns around and goes, Hey man, have you ever thought about doing that? <laughs> and he goes, and, yeah, down to. <laughs> right. And he goes, he goes, what the fuck is that, man? <laughs> he goes, you know, man. <laughs> and, and he goes, watch, girls like that. Girls like that kind of shit. And then I like how he goes over to the kids, he goes, watch this. Watch this, kids. He's gonna th- put this thing in it, <laughs> and then uh, you know, Manny gets slapped. He goes, "Well, how did that work out for you?" <laughs> right, talking because then he he um licked his tongue out after the girl. Yeah, he did. He Was did that exactly the, the pool part. Yeah, where he's yeah, and he doesn't realize that uh, American girls, you don't you know just do that to them, you know, and yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was actually funny, and then also too, I like how he. Pretty much, Tony actually understands. First, you get the money, then you get the yep. power, and then you get yep. the girl. Yeah, Manny is thinking the whole other type of way. <laughs> yeah, Manny's just like going for it, and and you know he's a right. tall, attractive guy, you know, um, and 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 he knows that, and he's cocky. He knows that that you know they they got this new hookup, you know, with Frank, so they're yeah. doing they're doing all right, you know what I mean? They're doing yeah. better than they were, you know. Right, so he's just walking around just the guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just being a playboy type. Exactly. 1980s. Right. George Clooney, Shirt open, Columbia. hairy chest, gold chain. Yeah, that that dude. He's that guy. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, he's definitely that guy. Um, then, of course, they actually have to pick up Elvira and everything. Yes. And... He says, I'm not getting in that fucking car. I'm not getting in that fucking thing. So and, the yellow car with the yeah. the um the animal print seats, you know, um the, the right. animal print coverings um of yeah. this. And she's used to <laughs> Bentleys and all that. And they go pick her up because they're Stalin in that car. Remember, they thought that that they were the shit in that car until they she's did. like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So go ahead, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what made me laugh, though. She's like, I'm not getting in that fucking car. He goes, come right. on, baby. Come on. It's a class. <laughs> and and she's then, like, uh-uh. So they go to this car dealership. Right. And Tony's right. like a little kid at a toy store. Oh, my that's gosh. My the way thing. he walked around and just. <laughs> right. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, baby, you like this over here? <laughs> right. He goes, I the bullet full windows. I'll go on ahead and get that. And then he taps on the wind on the car and everything and goes, How much? How much? 45,000. Okay, done. And, so after, and then, of up. course, and of course, you know, right then and there, and I didn't realize that he purchased that car until now. Oh, yeah. He, and he purchased the car. So I'm like, Okay, yeah. so he's actually making some decent money then if he's able yeah. to afford a $45,000 car. And remember, it was cash. Mm-hmm. He paid cash for it. Right. Cash up front. And he drove out of there. Yep. Yep. So yeah, and then and that's where his relationship starts with 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 Effie, LV, right. Sorry, Elvie. Right, and I love the chemistry back and forth inside that parking lot because at that time Manny's over there going to get the car, so he's driving her back over to Frank's. Yep. 
So they have a little one on one time. So who's I have a feeling that uh, Tony already had that planned out. It's like, oh, you know okay. what? You know, I'm gonna go on ahead. You go, uh, you go get the car, and I'll get, I'll go on ahead and have some one on one time with Frank's girl. Right. So, right. Then, like, and then all of a sudden he goes, "You got some?" Talking about the cocaine. So they shoot up the cocaine and everything. Next thing you know, he reaches over there and just starts trying to kiss her. Oh, that's like, right. And she's like, what are you doing? And she slaps him. Just, and I'm yeah. like, okay, you're doing a Manny move now. <laughs> you're trying to do yeah, a Manny move. Yeah, what are you doing? Which, Slow down. Right. But he goes, would you kiss me if I have the hat? <laughs> and he has her. <laughs> and she, and you can see that she's trying not to laugh. She's pl- yeah. trying to play hard, but she knows she's failing at the same time. Right. Because he's being so silly, he- and you got to love it. You yeah. know what I mean? He's, right. he's got the hat on. He's trying to, you know, soften or make her soften up to him. And, you know, just he's trying to take her. Right. And then also, too, another line that I like is, mm-hmm. don't you work for Frank? He goes, I like Frank. I like him a lot. But I like you better. That's right. That's right. You and, and I love that. And I want to mention this. It's going to go into a little bit of Soprano talk a little bit. Okay. But messing with the boss's girlfriend is a big no-no. Absolutely. And Furio and the fourth season went after Camilla, which is Tony's uh, wife, which Tony is mm-hmm. also the boss. And he mm-hmm. was getting ready to push him into the helicopter uh, blades when he was okay. pissing. In front of the blades. He was going to push you and everything. And all of a sudden he was reached, going for it. And all of a, and he, and of course, Tony's also drunk though, too. And of course, Furio's Italian. He's from Italy. And he goes, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, you almost fell. <laughs> you almost tripped over your shoes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's definitely crossing that same pattern that Furio did. Right. And everything. So that's the two things that I actually wanted to say that I noticed hand in hand with that. Okay. Um, then, of course, another thing, too, once we actually get to that point, then we actually have it to where they're meeting with uh, what's the, the guy from Colombia that he's actually meeting with? Oh, um, Sosa. 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 And yes, right. the guy, the guy. Right. Do you want to talk about that scene? Because I talked about the um, car dealer. And everything. Is this the one where they, well, maybe am I skipping too soon where they, where they fly over to go see Sosa and he's, he's having lunch with Sosa yeah, and Omar. Okay. So, and, and that's when we, we get rid of Omar. So yeah. he goes over to Columbia to have a meeting to meet this, this guy named Sosa, who is the man. And he goes over there and, um, you know, the, he, he and Sosa are outside in the in Sosa's backyard, which is absolutely beautiful. And they're basically having a conversation about, you know, uh, the business, you know, Tony, who Tony is, who Sosa is and whatever. And I forget what happened, but Omar had did something. He did something to cross. Was it Sosa? And so they 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 take him up into a helicopter to show him something, to show something up in a helicopter. And they end up um, <laughs> pushing Omar out of the helicopter and hanging him from the helicopter yep. and shows Tony 
you know. And, right. Another thing, though, too, that I liked was, okay, Omar's also pissed off at Tony because he's making deals without contacting Frank yes. first. Yes. That's another thing. He also yes. got whacked because he was also an informant for the cops, though, too. That's right. Okay, yes. But I like how Tony actually breaks it down to him. Let's meet halfway in uh, Panama. Okay. And everything. Go ahead. And do it that way. And then he goes, you got the fucking, uh, you got the fucking satellite. You also done on that, but you also have other, you also have the feds. You also have everything else going down over here. You need to go on ahead. And he's, he's bringing them to the realization they're taking a big hit as well between the yeah. Colombian uh, government and also Our, the yeah. United States government. Yeah. And everything. And with the satellites, I'm like, okay, this is the 80s and they're talking about the satellites. So I right. thought that was actually pretty cool that they actually brought okay. that in. Yeah. Um, and then Omar gets whacked. Yes. And that's when Tony goes, all I got in, my, in this world is my it's balls my and my yeah. word. And right. I don't break them for nobody. And I like right. that. I love that line. Right. And then, of course, that's when uh, Salsa shows a message to him, to Tony is like, if you mess with me, this is what's going to happen to you. Exactly. Exactly. And I like whenever he also says this, because I never liked him. Because I never trusted him for, from day one. That's right. I, about Omar. Right. So that happens. And then that's when uh, the whole entire fiasco with Frank. Yes. And everything yes. up inside his office. Oh, that, goes, wasn't that the one with the famous background, the uh, yep. palm tree background, and you have the yep. police officer there and and uh, yep. Frank's, you know, going to be killed. But I, I, I love the part where, um, you know, Tony walks in and, he, you know, he survived whatever. And he's he's got his hand in a sling and and Manny's there. And you got uh, I think it's Nick the pig, I think the, the bodyguard there, whatever. And, you know, Tony's going to kill them. And Frank just comes out of himself and just starts begging and pleading, Tony, no, Tony, please, Tony, I'm your guy, Tony, Tony, you love me, Tony, please, Tony, Tony, please don't do it, Tony. And then Tony doesn't do it. He tells Manny, kill that son and yeah. kills Frank. And then you have the detective there, the good guy who's who's thinking because he's a cop, oh, this is not going to happen. So he tries to will and deal with 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 Tony and and uh, you know that guy was bad. You know Frank was bad news. I I always told Frank, you know, you, you shouldn't be doing that. And then Tony just shoots him in the stomach, and the famous line, uh, "You can't fucking kill a cop," <laughs> you know, from right. the the detective. And yeah, and that's the scene where I, I think the pivotal scene where Tony then starts making money and becomes that guy. He becomes Frank. Yep. And hold on one second. Uh, okay. Brandy, do you have that movie? Yep. Yes, baby. I have that movie. I have both uh, additions to that movie. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but another thing, though, too, the cop was actually trying to put pressure on him in the club. And everything too. And after he leaves, that's when Frank hits does the hit on yeah. uh Tony at that club. And yes, he's also watching yes. his sister though, too. That's right. And also uh, there's something else I forgot to mention though. After three months, he actually goes and visits his parents, his mom. Yes, I forget too, that. Right. His sister Gina. And, 
Right. Right. So that's another thing I forgot to mention. I forgot that and too, that his love, like Tony's sister is his everything. And you don't touch her, you don't mess with her, which becomes a problem in the in the film. Right. And yeah. that's something that, you know, I thought that was really good because he's trying to be the big brother. He's trying to show, hey, look, I came from nothing. Your brother's a success now. You don't have to live like this anymore. I've got you covered. I've got you. But at the same time, the mother already knows Tony's schemes. And yeah, she doesn't, can't stand them, don't like them, don't want the money, knows who he is, accepts who he is, and doesn't want that influence around Gina. And, you know, right. at first, when, you, when I saw it at first, I thought, man, he's, he's trying to be a good son. I mean, I know you know what he does, but he's, he's giving you all this money and he wants to take care of you guys. And the mom's just like not Dang having that. it, not having it. But Gina not being able to um, being you know, shelled, you know, um, from the world, being kept from the world and kept right. innocent, you know, and I get where her mom's coming from, made her even more curious about her brother. And she loves her brother. She absolutely loves her brother. So, yeah. Right. And then, of yes. course, she's shooting up cocaine in the uh, bathroom yes. with this other guy. Tony's pissed That's off right. about that. Then right. to escalate even more, he's getting shaked down by this cop and everything. And then right. I love the line that you mentioned is like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to fucking kill you. I'm going to get something. Manny, kill him. So he kills yes, him. Manny, and that's right. And of course, he's also in an arm sling, though, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has blood on him still. He's pissed off. And then. What about. What about the scene where when they're done there and I really love the scene where he, you know, he's killed Frank, he's killed the cop mm -hmm. and all right. that's left in that room is Frank's bodyguard. And so, yep. you know, Manny's like, what about Nikki? And Tony's like, you want a job? And Nick's like, sure, Tony, sure, Tony, <laughs> as he. Thanks, Tony. Gee, Tony, thank you. And I, and I remember just watching that scene and I watched it again today and I'm seeing like, you remember how scared, like he really looked frightened. His face was like, it really was happening in real life. And his hands were just shaking because obviously he should have gone too. You know what I mean? Right. So right. I love that scene. I love that. I do too. And you can definitely tell he shit his pants and piss his pants at the same absolutely. time. Absolutely, absolutely. But was very loyal to Tony. Right. He was very loyal yeah. until the very end. You know, yes, you was. cannot deny that. Yes, he and was. Also, he was love the fact, also love the fact that Tony bought a tiger. And I want to talk yeah. about that for a minute, though, too. Okay. Because think of it like this. Tony is like a tiger. No no pun intended with Frosted Flakes. Uh, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Great. Yes, but, okay. But he stalks his prey in the right way, if you actually think about it. He knows how to actually attack somebody without actually attacking someone. For example, Omar, he knew how to get rid of him and everything. So yeah. what does he do? He gets rid of the bodyguard first. Then from the right. bodyguard, he removes Frank. So it, yeah. it comes undone in that kind of context. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, so like yeah, said, he goes really and buys the tiger things. and they're buying cars. I mean, the house obviously beautiful and the scenes were yeah and this is a scene where they're showing just suitcases 
pillowcases full of money going to that one bank where the, you know, of course, the, the, the president of the bank knows what's going on and they're washing money, basically. Um, right. And I love that the way that they shot that, because even though you see him buying a tiger and you see him buying cars and everything, but when you see the pillowcases and bags just full of money that he has coming in, you realize how much dope he's selling, how, you know what I mean? Like he's selling a lot of Coke. Right. He's selling a lot of Coke. He doesn't know what to do with the money. And that's right. what Frank told him too. You're going to be making so much money. You wouldn't know what to fucking do with it is what he told that's him. That's right. That's right. And he didn't know that he was going to be coming to power, but you know, he was thought maybe by saying that maybe a couple of grand or whatever, but now yeah. he's in Frank's pocket. He's making probably 10 times more money than Frank ever thought he could actually. Yes. And even yes. Tony told him, he goes, look, I'll make a grand here, grand there. So that we will actually have the money and everything. Frank didn't trust mm -hmm. it or anything like that. So it's no wonder why Frank is not there anymore. But, right. you know, then he also too, Tony also becomes paranoid. He gets security cameras. Yes, that's too. right. That's right. Yes. Because there's a van. Well, when he gets the security cameras, he he there's a van that he thinks is after him or he thinks it's like the FBI that they're, you know, um, spying on him, basically. Yeah. So he sits and looks at this same van just parked outside of the house. And it, it, it ended up being um, wasn't like a cable van or something like that. It wasn't actually the FBI at that time, though. I think it might have. Who knows? I could have been. But goes, you know? who the fuck, he goes, who the fuck installs cable this fucking uh, all this fucking time? Right. And everything. Four fucking weeks. And then he's four like, fucking weeks. No, Manning, it's the fucking FBI. I'm telling you right now. And then here comes Michelle Pfeiffer powdering her nose and everything. He goes, that's all you fucking talk about is money. Right. And everything. Well, anything beats around waiting for me to fuck you, baby. And he goes, newsflash, Tony. <laughs> Nothing is. <laughs> when he's in the bathtub like, and looking at the cameras oh. and yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my favorite thing is. She's Manny goes, she leave him, man. It's okay. Let her go. Let her go. Another cuero. She love me again. <laughs> oh God. I'm the bad guy scene. I'm right. the bad guy. Right. Yes. Which is like awesome. this. Right. I'm gonna let you quote that one though. One and everything too. What the you want me to quote what Michelle Pfeiffer says or or, or, or well, you said look at the bad guy because you never you know. Oh well he's so she's like she's like pissed and everything because of what's going on so she starts with you know you're not even a real husband i have we can't go out with all these thugs hanging around all the time and and i got nick the pig as a friend what type of life is that tony i mean look at us look what we've become and he's just like he's miserable he's sunken like this stone, like stone. I'm not stoned. Take her home. And then, you know, they get rid of her and he's sitting there and he's just kind of just kind of pissed and just looking around and everyone. And he's like, what you looking at? Saying <laughs> that to the next table. Right. And they just kind of don't say anything. He's like, yeah. I'm the bad guy. Me, because everybody needs a bad guy. Right. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. But you're a bunch of fucking assholes because you're scared to say anything. Not me, go. Not me. I'm Tony. I'm Tony. I'm the bad guy. And yeah, sorry. Right. 
My yeah, accent of, of Tony. <laughs> I don't think I do a good job. That's just me, though. I don't think I do a good job of Tony, but you know. Dude, I love yours. I love yours. But yeah, that's yeah. that's the scene of I, I'm I'm the bad guy. Right, and yeah. also too another thing though too is Tony's depressed. He's at the table. He's just like miserable. He looks like he's going through his third divorce, <laughs> pretty right. much. He's like, right. And he looks at me and he goes, so this is what it's all about, huh, man? He goes, money, fucking, that's all it is, huh? <laughs> and he's questioning it like there's more to life. There's got to be more to life than this. It's more than right. what he thought it would have been. Right. Back when he was poor. Yes. And he goes to show you, just because you live in a nice home, just because you have all the things that you've been wanting, it makes you that much miserable as well. Yes. Yeah. Money doesn't buy you happiness and, and, yeah. and all that. And he's, and he was, he's absolutely miserable in that scene. I mean, just looking around at all the people in the rest, like he said, judging him, you know, mm -hmm. judging him. So yeah, it wasn't all that he thought it was going to be. Right. But he's rich. Oh, let's see. Brandy said he looks like he was going to piss himself. That was back with Frank the pig. Yes. And then your yeah. friend said, Tony always had a plan. I yes. agree on that, too. Yes. Like I said, he knew what he wanted to do with Omar. He knew exactly how he was going to handle Frank from the get-go. Right. It was just all about putting the pieces together. Right. And then, you know, at that point, the FBI is actually investigating him. He's been counting the uh, the counterfeit money. Right. It was in um, for God knows how long. Yeah, because they had he that little had, camera. Yeah. Right, in the clock. Yes. And then finally... And and finally, they arrest Tony, and then that's when Sosa gets word of it, invites him over to his home, and say, look, Tony, you won't even have to do any time or anything like that. Well, you might have to do a little bit of time, but I need you to right. do me a favor. And that's whenever he wanted to assassinate this congressman guy in the car. Yes, and they have all the meeting of all the, the people at, at Sosa's house, and that when he has the people there that are having a problem with this certain, um, I guess it's a reporter and uh, the congressman, they're having an issue with them. And these are all the people that are, I guess, associates of Sosa. And they want to send Tony. Um, I forget where, I don't know if it's, what is it like Prague or somewhere or, or somewhere? Yeah, or, yeah they, they want to send him over there to get rid of the, 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 the reporter guy who is really making a lot of noise and bringing a lot of attention to them. Right. And, um, and, and that's where Tony messes up at because he, he goes over to Prague and he meets um, one of Sosa's um, hitmen. And this guy is like, no joke. He'll kill anyone. It's no problem. Tony didn't know that they were going to kill the, the wife and the kid was going to be in a car because they decided to just right. blow up the car. That'd be the easiest way to get rid of him. But there was a kid and his wife was in a car and that's when you realize that Tony has, he does have ethics and there's things that he won't do and he will not kill women and children. That's not his thing. So right. he really fucks up because he doesn't do what he's supposed to do and he ends up killing Sosa's guy. Right. And that begins the downfall of Tony Montana. Right. And this is something else I like. You think that he was having a bad day then. He asked if Vera came back. He, she said, no, she hasn't come back. Well, let me know when she does. And then after right. that happens, he's like, where's Manny? Because they don't know where Manny is. That's right. Yeah. And I like it too. I forgot to mention this. I like whenever he first meet, uh, whenever Manny first meets his sister, 
Right. He goes, and then of course, too, he tells him to stay away from his sister and everything. Yes, she's did. not for you. You need to know your place. Not only that, but also like it, like this line too. It's all in the eyes, Chico. It's all in the eyes. <laughs> I love that. But, um, but come to find out, Manny winds up marrying his sister. Yes. And everything, but he doesn't doesn't know that. He thinks that they're just sleeping together, and all Manny yeah. is is just a playboy. Yeah. And everything. Because he's been gone for about a week, probably, or more. Yeah, he was. Yes. And so, anyways, he shoots him. Jaina tells him, how dare you do this to me and everything. Right. Uh, We were going to tell you that we got married. And then that's whenever he takes her back to the mansion. And then it goes downhill from there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they, so says people, um, they um, come to Tony's mansion and they're sneaking onto the property and it's a shitload of them. And mm-hmm. as they sneak onto the property, they're taking out Tony's bodyguards, anyone that's working for him that they sneak up on, they um, take them out to get to Tony. And then you have the famous scene where they show Al Pacino, Tony um, sitting in his office with the pound or oh, not a pound, just a mountain of fucking cocaine. And just, I mean, forget the straw, forget all that. It's just straight, just, just taking it in, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and um, he, he's getting super high. Not re- and, and the cameras are on because doesn't he see someone come onto the property and he just sits I, there and just kind of, no. didn't he sit and just kind of look? They're on his property and they're after him and he's locked in that, that, that office. Go ahead. Let's see. Hold on. Steven Sashel said Tony was getting the WAP. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see here. Uh, my aunt said bad boy t- a Tony, but ha- has a heart too. Yep, he definitely has a yeah. heart. Yes. Yeah. Um, another thing though, too, I think he was also distracted with Gina, too, because at that time That's Gina right. comes in with a bra, a bra and panties. Yes. Just, so Tony, this is what you want. You wanted to fuck me? That's and right. then, come on, Tony, do it. Do it. Next thing you know it, they have like the, this claw, uh, this grapple that they're actually grappling onto to climb up to the mansion and everything. Yes. And then, after that, she gets shot in the back from the inside of the mansion. Bodyguards right. are actually being taken down. Yes, they uh, are. Matter, matter of fact, the, uh, What's the uh, nickname for the other guy that we, that, uh, that Oh, uh, Nick the Pig? Yeah. Yeah, Nick the Pig. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, he dies. And yes. everything too. He didn't even have a fighting chance to even kill anybody. The last no. person that actually dies before Tony is actually his best friend that was actually, uh, came to rescue him back in that hotel. Yes, the little, the, yeah. the short dude. Yeah. Next thing, yeah. you know, but I love the iconic scene. Say hello to my little friend, and uh, yes, and then, but he went out blazing though. Like, dude, they shot him how so many times, and he's still just like he's like freaking that that Denzel Washington scene in Training Day when he's like, you know, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. No, Tony Montana is just like that, and they're shooting him, and he's just just killing people, and then he falls over the banister right. into that pool in his in his the world foyer. is yours the world is yours yes yes 
And another thing, too. though, too, that I actually have to respect between Sasso and Tony, they did yeah. their own. They they did their own taking out people. They didn't really yeah. actually hire hitman unless they actually had to hire hitman. Yeah, they actually yeah. had the balls to kill you regardless of anything. Right. Exactly. You know? So that's what I actually have to respect about Sasso and Tony and everything. Yeah. They're both similar in some ways, but some ways they're also different. And well. when you when you when you get to the scene where you meet him for the first time, I mean, I think as a viewer, you know, you don't want to mess with him. Yes, he did, Missy Joe. Yep. And then <laughs> Cinema Gold. Hey, Larry. This is Larry Meese from Cinema Gold. If you do not know who he is and everything, he actually has a little podcast and everything. It's really good. He does movie reviews okay. over there. So okay. check him out. Um, yep. His okay. name is Larry. Yep. His name is Larry. He does a fantastic job. But uh, yeah, I thought that the end was really good. And now... If you were, okay, by the way, guys, at the link below, we actually are sponsored by Audible. And because we're sponsored by Audible, we actually decided to come up with like a little fun game. Like what book would we actually give some of these characters? So I'm going to let you go since you're the guest. Okay. So, you know, I have a special book that I think um, Elvira um, should read, Tony's Wife. And the book's called... Decut, declutter your mind, how to stop worrying, relieve anxiety and eliminate negative thinking. She needs that book. So does she Tony, needs if you to read that, that book as soon as she left that relationship. So she find go back to Boston and don't ever, ever, ever get yourself in a relationship like that. Get your mind right, girlfriend. And, and I think that would be a perfect book for her. What about you? I agree. And not only that, but Tony could actually use that though too. As yes, well. he could. Yes, he could. Yeah. Because of all the paranoia. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Super paranoid. Yes. So I'm actually going to recommend Tony. I'm going to recommend Tony two books. <laughs> and everything. Okay. okay. One is my best, one of my friends that I just interviewed for his book. And that book is actually called. Love, marriage, and the character it builds. <laughs> really? That's for Tony. Yeah. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. And then I paint fences slash the Irishman. That's what I would actually recommend him. Absolutely. So that, those are the two books that I would actually uh, recommend him. And you can actually pick up the Irishman book probably on Audible if you actually want to uh, go on ahead and click that link and subscribe for a 30-day trial. You know, you can't go wrong with some uh, reading. And also, you can so. also get Declutter Your Mind at Audible, too. And I believe it's like $2 or something, guys, because we can all, you right. know, use some mind therapy. Exactly. It's a 30-day free trial. You get books being read to you. It's fantastic and everything. So go on ahead, click that link below and everything. And that's actually a good way for you to support the podcast and the YouTube channel as well. Um, let's see. Missy Joe said, I can use that book. Are you talking <laughs> about the love and marriage thing I talked about? Because if, if so, I can actually give you the link to where you can actually order that book. And uh, I'll go on ahead and forward that over to uh, my friend as well. Awesome. So that way you can place your order. Um, awesome. So anyways... Another thing, though, too, we actually had a Scarface video game back in the early 2000s. Yes, yes. 
Okay, so um, uh, Scarface, The World is Yours. It was released in um, 06 on a PlayStation 2, um, Xbox, on the Wii, and I think on PC. This is uh, a really awesome game. They did a really good job with, um, this is, it takes the place from what if Tony um, had lived. So that, that's how it starts and he lives. And it's just really awesome. You get to build his mansion, you get to sell drugs, you get to go <laughs> to, to Columbia and sell drugs. Um, John, tell him your favorite things about it really quick. You guys should really pick that game up. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Not only that, but you can also, if you have, you have to be very quick with the bank thing too, when you're trying to deposit money into the bank. Otherwise right. you are going to give the bank a huge cut of the money that you actually make. And right. then also too, the more you interact with people like Rossi told me earlier before the show and everything you interact with people, you get points for that. You can also, yes. also too, the FBI also repossesses Tony's house. They all think that he's dead. So he's actually low-keying it at, uh, and everything at the very beginning. He actually starts right. out a little hot. And I love that what-if story. I really do. I like having to rebuild this house from scratch again. I think I came out with like $20 million by the time I was done without right. cheating. I, yeah, okay. So the first uh, playthrough, I didn't cheat. The second playthrough, oh my gosh, dude, I used every cheat there was and had a great time. The game was just fun. You, I mean, you really yeah. do get addicted to making money, building up the mansion, and you can buy every single, every, any type of furniture you can think of and put in the mansion. And each individual room, it's a really awesome yeah. game. So I don't think that it, got enough praise. It's like the Sims, but for mature people. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's it. That's it. And and they also can, too, you know what they're saying. They're not jibber, jibber, right. jibber, 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 jibber. Yeah. Right. And also, too, <laughs> if you're going to swim in the open water, don't do what Rossi and I did. Yes. We actually got eaten by a shark, <laughs> which I called Jaws. I actually named right. the shark Jaws. Right. Because it was a right. great white. It is the best. It's the best. Go for a swim. See what happens. Yeah. Just go for it a little dip. It will catch you off guard. It really will. Because it scared the hell out of me the first time. Just to be real. Dude, I was, um, I was freaked. And then I thought, awesome, that's so cool. They put that in the game. Like, what didn't they do, you know? So, yeah, right. great game. And also, too, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, they actually yes. had... And let me tell you something, though, too. In Grand Theft Auto 3, they actually used the same music for Scarface. There was actually oh, some oh that's right. That's um San Andreas, right? No, 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 no. no, no. I'm sorry. The first GTA one. 3. It was just called okay. GTA 3. No titles okay. or anything like that. Okay. Or anything. And the then, one with the, the that was a really for the first one, really. Or the first right. one on the on the PlayStations, not the PS2. overhead view. Yeah, it was the PS2. Yes. It was kind of had like a Godfather kind of flavor to it. Right. With that right. one. And then Vice City came along and it was like a Scarface edition. And Ray Loretta actually plays the voice of that character, which I loved. Yes, it was great. So, it was really so. Awesome. Yeah, you you guys will have a lot of fun with those games, but yeah, Christmas time, play some classics, and those would be good ones, good gangster games. Definitely, and another thing too, um, Rossi is actually an independent actress. And where can everybody reach you at? You all can reach me on Instagram at McCree one two three hotmail.com. That's M C C R E E hotmail.com. You can reach me on Twitter at Rossi Lynn Bark one. And on YouTube at Rossi Lynn. Okay. And everybody, 
you guys can go on ahead and follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. You can also follow me at John DeGorio8. You can also follow me on Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. We also have a GoFundMe page, which you can find below if you guys want to donate towards the show that way. We also have a Patreon now. We're awesome. actually doing documentary movies. We're actually doing classic movies. Do we have a $20 tier, which my friend Charlie signed up for yesterday? Uh, then we also have uh, a Pinterest page, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on there. We have a TikTok now, which we're actually trying to figure out how to finagle that around a little bit. So I'm not sure how I want to go about it. Maybe I might do some face, doing the face replacement things. Yeah. So that was Tamika's idea. So I can't take her thunder from that. <laughs> but <laughs> that's pretty much the show, guys. I'm glad that you actually stuck around. I'm glad to actually have you guys being part of the live chat. You guys were awesome. Thank you again, Missy Joe. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you to Cinema Gold, Larry. And thank you for all the love and support from the fans and everything. Without you guys, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing or have 256 episodes recorded. But right. <laughs> so, yeah, check that out. Check out the Potty Audio Only podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. We are actually on Amazon Music now and pretty soon probably Sirius XM. So stay tuned for more. Always until next time, guys. Tomorrow, we're doing our Dexter After Show as well with Charlie. Cool. And it's actually called The Dark Passenger, a Dexter Morgan After Show. So you can catch that at 8 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. So always until next time, guys. Bye-bye. Stay safe. And wear your mask. <laughs> yes.